Hi Jane. Hi Maeve. Hello. We're doing that thing where we have less awkward than So weird. awkward because they're just waiting there to be like, waiting for a cue to say something. I know. You and we're there plugging something. Oh, become a patron. And then, oh, awful. You do get weird though. I like, I don't know why. Straight away you're like, Maeve, I was like, hello. Just like the weird voice comes out. <laughs> I don't know. You just get awkward. You're like. Because we were like full on just having a chat and then yeah. it just got weird. And then it's kind of this weird, si- weird silent air when we hit record. Oh, what it's are we dead about? air, like it's dead heavy air all of a sudden when the record yeah, button is like, we've Ooh. never done it before. Ooh. You could say we're having trouble communicating. Oh, hey, well, that queen segue. of segues. Do we have actually have anything else to say before we um, dive right in? Maeve has a podcast. Yeah. Okay, so for people who don't know Maeve, Maeve, uh, we had on the podcast before, a uh, very good friend of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> quote from Lula J. Um, and she has a podcast of her own now called Take Time with Maeve Atchison and it is brilliant. And do you know what? You're born for it. Like, What a great oh, surname, actually. You. Just as you said it there. I've never said, you know when you haven't said someone's name out loud? Atchison. Atchison. It's really satisfying, isn't it? I had never heard that surname before. Yeah, I think that's it why. Would I... it be of English descent, would it? <laughs> yeah, English, Same Spanish. My own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish. 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 No, Scottish. <laughs> Spanish. Just throwing like that in Atchison. there. No, I think it's like English, Scottish. Good name. Yeah, I've name. never heard it before. Have you? Good Anglican name, you know. Um, have I heard it before? No. No. Except her brother, who's a tip fucking. What's your brother? Uh, baller? A footballer. Got there in the end. Does your yeah. brother? Does your brother play for Tip? Not anymore. He lives in the Middle East now. But yeah, he was. He played football with Tip for years. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Name checks in a two oh, Johnny tip. song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, claim for the family. Claim to fame? Yeah. Like, what's, the, what's the expression? Well, there's another claim up to fame. Up tip, up riding. Up tip, up riding. Another claim to fame because you've got a daily podcast now. Well, thank you. And thank you. You both have been so supportive. So I really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I don't know. I How would you describe your podcast? I think it's so like, it's casual, but it's also like a thinker. Informative. Mm. Informative. Definitely. Yeah, it's really hard because people like, who haven't listened to it are like so tell me about your podcast I'm like I don't have my elevator pitch down so I'm like I don't know just listen Neither to it do we. you know no. what I mean no not all. Um, but yeah the aim for me is like was always to have the guest be like a co-host rather than like an interview was kind of my plan and then I suppose it's kind of to talk about like I don't want to say deeper things that sound so cringy but it is to like talk about things that are a little bit more important or that do get you thinking yeah. Um, because like I'm a therapist for anyone who doesn't know that we talk about it all the time but um yeah so I guess that's probably where it comes from it's like talking about like the things that mean a little bit more or yeah just going a bit deeper in the everyday life and yeah that's kind of it so I'm enjoying it so far I love that you do it by yourself because first of all I can't imagine so like leading it mm. and also um, interviewing every well it'd be hard to do a podcast all by yourself but interviewing every episode being you interviewing somebody like we have ones where it's just the two of us and we're like oh lovely break yeah yeah, yeah no you know, exactly, we do yeah. mostly that yeah no exactly <laughs> and you've got such a diverse range of guests as well I just think it's brill all around fair play Thank very you. proud how of you how did you bite the bullet to start that's so funny because like Jane and Natalia I was shouting on about it for ages and I was like oh well I won't die I have this I have different ideas but maybe not and uh, I actually did four weeks of life coaching like as the client during lockdown oh wow so my sister trained to be a life coach over like the COVID period and as part of her course like she had to do kind of like a placement or you know practice hours with someone um so they were helping each other on the course find someone to be their client so she was like oh I could connect you with someone if you want to do it 
and I was like oh yeah like I've never done life coaching or anything obviously it's kind of connected to what I do therapy wise but it's also vastly different so I really was interested to see what way it worked so I was like yeah go on like I'll give it a go and I did it with an amazing girl Kira I'm sure she'll listen because she's a fan of this podcast as well um but she was amazing and she actually has her own podcast and I talked to her about how it wasn't yeah listen (laughs) and uh she talked about how like I was talking to her about how I always wanted to do it and she just really worked through with me like what was stopping me and like she literally worked through with me we're like okay we've gotten through all why you haven't done it that's all gone now so like well all that's left to do can I ask because I think it'll be useful for people who might be in the same position what was stopping you um definitely very much worried about what people would think so like and it's funny because like obviously the people close to me I knew would be supportive and all of that but you'd get into this weird thing of like oh my god someone I went to school with 15 years ago is going to think I'm a dick for starting a podcast like when I'm like they're not thinking about you at all like when you start to think that they're going to be like oh you know who does she who does she think she is to be able to do it kind of does that make it's sense that real Irish thing mm. I found to be like oh look at her she's starting out look oh, at her she going she thinks a lot of herself yeah she must be very confident exactly and it was that yeah and then it was also the as you said like doing it on my own I do in general the podcast I listen to I prefer co-hosts I think I just think it's a better sound it's what I like so I was kind of like god do I really want to do it on my own I think single voice podcasts it's not what I like um but you actually really helped me with that Jane you were like but you can have a guest on every episode if you want to and I was like yeah yeah because I was kind of like oh I won't be able to find someone to have on every week or whatever but I was like I can have a guest on every week and I I had toyed with it in my head and there was no one that I would really really want to do a podcast with enough to do it like it is nice to have full creative control yeah like that is lovely yeah um, and it's not somebody I think it's not like I'll start a podcast and who will I do it with I exactly think if it didn't come up naturally, naturally uh, yeah together then usually also so that's just on that like you say that you don't like single voice podcasts I don't listen to podcasts like our format I know you do Ro I don't listen to podcasts at all like the format that we do yeah mm. so I mean no I do and I don't I was only saying to Dave earlier I was like I actually listen to podcasts that are quite different well very different topics to ours and yeah. different formats I don't li- yeah there's probably one I listen to that's two girls chatting yeah okay well then. see um, no see like I listen to like true crime and Oprah like yeah 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 <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah <laughs> like, sorry I don't, yeah, think, I don't really yeah. listen to like normal gals yeah 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 um but yeah, fucking fair play, and fair it's play. doing Very much. great. Just got a shout out from Louise McSherry the other day. I saw that, and like I'm I, waiting I'm for Louise McSherry shout out. I love while. her. Like I'm a like proper fan girl. Like as in, I have photos of me going up to her. Like I went up to her at a festival. Like out of my mind, being like, "I love you. Let's take a photo." <laughs> like staring me, she's and then she shared it, and I was like, oh, "I, I really like her. I think she she's, comes across so well. Mm, she's so lovely. Yeah, yeah she's, she's deadly." Yeah. yeah, so um, listen to it. It's called Take Time with Maeve Atchison. And I feel like I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Now turn off this bye bye. It's called Take Time with Maeve Atchison, and it's available on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Everywhere you get podcasts. Can we have a moment also just before we crack on? Yeah. To just to acknowledge the fact that three of us are in a room together. And like, remember, yeah. like a few months ago, me and Jerry weren't even able to be in a room together. Zoom it's mad. Meetings, yeah. I keep, I keep trying to bring myself back to the reality of like, this is what we couldn't do. I know. I keep thinking, and I just saying to Andrea the other day, I was like, remember when we couldn't go further than 2K from our house? Two kilometers. Like two kilometers. Now, on the plus side, I did discover a lot of things about I'm my area doing the same walk that I did when I did two kilometers I know day. Too, I'm like, yeah. oh, back again yeah I find myself that I, like for the first couple of months of it of it I was really thriving and working from home I had my routine down I felt great I was going for walks yeah, like yeah. was getting up early and having a slow start today all this now that we're at this like weird in between I'm kind of just not as arsed as I was I'm just like your oh, routine has changed again almost I'm not yeah. relishing in the working from home 
you know yeah I'm not using my time as effectively as I could like I'm waking up a little bit later and like you know I'm not going for my lunchtime walk I might just you know Mm. things like that now I'm keeping up meditation and stuff but like it's funny because I thought like god I could live like this forever so do you would you like to just go back to the office full time now no at the same time I'm also (laughs) like like, I'm the same I'm like I I get what you mean I'm almost lethargic or something but I just think that's I actually think summer doesn't suit me guys I just think that summer everyone's kind of tired and hay fevery and heavy and (laughs) headachey and I think that's affecting my work as well but I think it's you know what's getting to me is that like well being at home is great and working at home is great there's a special kind of awfulness of being at home and being tied to the laptop yeah like you can't just like pop into town and get a few bits like you can't like you can't really do things you have to be at your laptop all day in that no of course you can no but like you know what I mean like you can't like I don't know I just it's, I think it's losing it's see I'm, I feel like I've got so me. much free time because like on my lunch break I'm like I can't pop into town if I want and it's easy and I kind of can control my own day in some ways you know yeah. yeah but yeah no it's yeah I know what you mean it's losing it's the novelty's gone now I yeah. wish I had just a, a nicer like I wish I had a proper office yeah. You know, all these places are saying work remotely, it's going to be for everything. And I'm like, well, like most people just don't have a good setup. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I was chuffed. Like, at a wall, the other like day, I went into the office and Maeve was in there, and she, Maeve was like, go upstairs and work from work with me. And I was like, no, I want my monitor. It's <laughs> like, I miss my monitor and my nice seat. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you not have your monitor at home? No. Oh, my God. Are you one screening it? I'm one screening this, yeah. Why didn't you bring your monitor home? I don't know where to put it. Another thing in my shoebox. No. Oh God, Jane. I have my work from home desk, which is fab. But I brought I bought my chair home and my monitor. Yeah, yeah I brought my chair as well. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, look for Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be like us. Anyway, to the topic at hand, we're talking about communication in general, but like how to effectively communicate. What pitfalls we fall into when we try and communicate. Hmm. What? This is a nice summary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're it's like ad copy. No, I'm good. I'm good at it. Yeah. Um, but because conflict generally arises from lack of communication skills or not seeing each other's point of view or lack of listening. Yeah. So it's actually, when you think about it, it sounds like a really niche specific topic, but it's not really because how we interact with the world is it's all communication. So, yeah, people. Let's go. <laughs> well, no, like, I mean, like, think about it, like, with friends it generally comes from not someone not understanding the other person's point of view or putting yeah. up barriers and you know it's do awkward you, and conflict and awful I think with friends in particular communication I, I think it's often miscommunication happens when there's something else bothering somebody it's not like the thing that you're actually talking about it's like why are we why are we clashing heads on this one thing or whatever that's a very good point point. and it's actually like maybe someone else going through something else and relates to you or maybe it is related to you and I do feel like that's when the because if it's just a miscommunication, it's grand, grand, grand. But, but I will say, now yeah. this is getting into deep stuff very fast. I feel like Maeve has a lot to talk in, in here. She's here nodding. She's like, can I love Her therapy head is bobbing away there. Like, interesting role. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but what's interesting as well, sometimes people don't know that there's something underlying no. that yeah. they're annoyed about. But look, I think that's... Okay, well, look, start with that. I think it's a heavy one. But um, anyway, the reason why we got to this was because last week, um, myself and Maeve were having a conversation. Um, we are just talking about a situation where couldn't communicate and mm-hmm. um she gave me a very effective uh technique for communicating properly yeah which was very interesting you called it bridging and mm-hmm. um, but i thought god wouldn't that actually be great just to talk about if people had these like basic tools mm-hmm. 
in their toolbox for for any sort of situation whether you're like like having a, a work conflict or it's something with your mate or particularly with your partner it can be really really tough yeah. to communicate your needs um i thought it'd be great just to get mave on and, and chat about it mm. so should we talk about bridging or we do that kind of no, what do you think? Mate? I'm like, go on, I'll tell you what bridging is. Um, yeah, go on. <laughs> like, no, it's literally kind of like, as you said, like, I think there's so much for communication, and it is more, well, we can learn everything about people's communication styles and all of that. It's it's actually just like the breakdown of communication is normally where your conflict is coming from. Um, but bridging specifically, I, I, I'm sure it works in all relationships, but I think it's very much for romantic relationships when you're really trying to like understand the other person. Um, so there's, she's a psychologist. Heidi Scheifler, I'm gonna say, hopefully I'm pronouncing it. <laughs> like you made that. <laughs> you said, no, 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 no. Well, look, I might have made a balls of pronouncing her surname there, we'll find out. But she, like, is basically like a relationships kind of master, I guess. And something she talks about in terms of with relationships, it's like to really understand your partner, like what she calls bridging, is like, so we all have you know our agendas at the table in whatever situation mm. but to really understand your partner you need to literally like leave your world leave your point of view and go over the bridge and step into mm. where they're at to fully understand them and that's like to leave that yeah but yeah you did this let's to leave all of that and actually forget about what your agenda is and be like i'm here to understand your point of view not to like rebuttal it um she goes into it in a lot more detail but like it's kind of beautiful if you think of it that way that it's like to leave all of that and just be like oh I completely hear where you're coming from doesn't mean that what you think isn't irrelevant yeah, isn't relevant they, they should cross the bridge then over to you as well exactly obviously. yeah it's like effective communication is obviously going both ways but it's in the moment of not trying to get them to come back onto your bridge it's kind of just taking it for what it is at that moment and that's how you fully understand them but also if you come into someone else's kind of side of the bridge and you fully understand them and they feel that you fully understood them then they're more likely to come to your side of the bridge anyway. That's, do you know what I mean? A bit of a mic drop moment for me, to be honest, because I know that if I'm... <laughs> Thanks, mate. You can go now. That's brilliant. You've done it all. Um, I know that if I'm, I'm talking about my own relationship with me and Dave, very different communication styles, um, he's a lot more, I need to take this information and process it and slower thinker. And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Like I could come out with a big just randomly like I haven't thought this through I'm just going what very reactive like very reactive yeah yeah and that's that's yeah and he is very like he even like talks so he considers every word almost very considered and so you can in date in regular life so can you imagine you know if he's (laughs) talking about his life decisions like he's really considered in in that way but when I was trying to have a we're trying to get each other's points across I realized that I'm trying to be like I hear you but Mm -hmm. I'm always like I understand but and I'm always I, I am listening and then but then I'm immediately bouncing back to my opinion mm-hmm. and to bring in so that's really interesting that you're like maybe the outcome of that conversation doesn't need to be exactly my bit mm. it's just to find out where he or she or whoever is at and get onto their side completely yeah because even that it's like if you had the conversation and you stepped in and completely got his point of view and just said like god I really get that and then parked it parked with the intention it. of coming back to it and I know it's probably hard because I'm like you I'd be a bit like oh no I'm thinking it now let's sort it out now but if you can sit with that and come away from it he's probably going to be more engaging in it then because he's like god Ro really like heard what I said and didn't try to get me to I don't know Change take the bins mind. out or whatever <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I mean I hate to be a dick here but oh 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 here we go uh, go on no I'm, no, I'm messing um, that is 
in a nutshell how me and Andrea communicate without oh. kind of oh, trying that's good um, but it's very like <clears throat> I don't know maybe it's because I've gone to therapy for so many years that I'm very aware I don't know but like you know I will be a dick and I will say something just to rile her up oh yeah but instantly I'll recognise that I'm doing that and then I'll sit and I'll think oh actually I know how you must be feeling the situation I'll say that back to her this is why what I said was wrong I think that you might be feeling this way and she'll be like well yeah I am feeling this way and then I apologise and she says that's it I accept your apology yeah. <laughs> and vice versa yeah and vice versa but it's so funny because sometimes you just um want the conflict as well isn't it funny like yeah somebody that's a whole mess- different thing but you know, sometimes mm. you just want a bit of an argument somebody messaged in and I think it was I think it was yeah someone talking about her partner and she was basically saying that like she likes that kind of outburst on the fire and then but he doesn't he doesn't he does very quiet and considered and mm. then he might have an outburst very rarely but she likes that like ah and then calm down after I it. think that's a different thing though I think I don't think that's communicating I think that's just a bit of drama or a bit of spiciness I don't know yeah um I I get what you're saying Maeve but what if you're in a situation where and like this pisses me off sometimes more in kind of like maybe like work stuff or whatever I feel like I try very hard to see other people's point of view specifically in like work and things like that yeah. brainstorming that kind of thing but when someone isn't giving that back to you and um, how do you what how do you mean do not you, giving it back like as in like let's say if we're in a working environment or whatever and I well it could happen in anything but I'm just I'm specifically yeah. thinking about a work situation where you know someone's trying to get an idea across and and you think that it's wrong and that it's not going to work but I always will listen anyway and be like okay okay yes but you know when they don't give you that back they don't you think so like you're making the bridge over to them but they are just being like oh great great you understand and not how do you deal with that how do you communicate your need for for a two-way street like Mm -hmm. how, how do you even say that like well that's the thing it's like it's hilarious because I think we all think with communication about the way we communicate so like even if you think of like people are either passive passive aggressive aggressive or assertive like that's like basic passive passive aggressive aggressive or assertive they're all not negative things though no you want to be assertive assertive's good but not aggressive the rest are kind of shit so assertive yeah so assertive would be like effectively communicating what your you needs want. and that yeah, they're yeah, important yeah. but that you can also hear what they want whereas like passive is kind of like passive it can present itself in different ways but it's kind of like almost pushing your needs aside completely it can be passive passive aggressive is obviously like I'm going to make it clear to you that my needs are important but not right now and in a like kind of indirect way which is like not very effective assertive is like these are my needs I need them now and I don't care what you need and then assertive is like the kind of perfect balance I guess it's mad in the workplace I do feel that like with friends and stuff I mean a lot of you're probably friends because most likely you communicate quite well together in most you cases this long like yeah yeah however in work you're all lumped together every Tom Dick and Harry you don't know you know you're lumped together and I find oh my god like you could be going to a meeting with one person and I have to change how I'm going to communicate another person because we did um uh, in our place we did the colours insights profile we all got colours and I'll give you a nutshell I'm yellow which means if you're coming into a meeting with me um, they know to like small talk at the beginning a bit of crack and then we get into it I like to be warmed up and I like the social aspect whereas someone is red they're like okay hiya sit down look at their watch da, 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 and that irks me and I'm just like alright Mr. Business <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway it's mad and there's some people who just are so 
I would, see I would have called them assertive but now I'm thinking it's aggressive, <laughs> aggressive. aggressive yeah. and it's just this way this way I don't, and then, then I don't have time to listen to what like I don't have time and you're just so irritated you're like why though I just have to go what you want now yeah yeah fuck that yeah and it's so annoying so what you just have to be assertive back yeah fire with fire Jane we did um, May you flex into the other you have to flex into their person like everyone can be everything I think but yeah but see so with that it's like that's all about how you're communicating to the other person but really like I think the biggest part of communication is how you listen so like yeah. what you're talking about there so like you were giving the example of you and Andrea you both can communicate what you want but you both can effectively hear what the other person wants yeah. which is the mm. bit you're missing most of the time in a work situation I think mo- a lot, I think it's the biggest thing people are missing if they're poor communicators it's actually not that they can't you know voice what they want it's actually that they don't know how to listen without being like yeah but yeah but yeah but and then that's the hardest thing to ask for in work. You can talk to your partner and sit them down and be like, I really feel like you're not hearing me when you come. You can't sit down with one of the, the lads and work. And be like, I feel like point. you're not hearing me. Like, they're going to be like, what do you, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah, work is like a whole other kettle of fish. It's really hard. God, it is mad, isn't it? Mm. And then you've got the added um, complication of like wanting to be professional and mm-hmm. wanting to be um, a good employee mm-hmm. so not raising like oh you're not hearing me and just not being yeah. dramatic and all that stuff so that it's just very yeah, complicated yeah it's just general workplace etiquette as well you just like you feel like oh you can't make it make it ruckus like you know <laughs> yeah no fuck that yeah um, we read out some of the messages we got so we put yeah. this on Instagram and uh, I didn't expect so many people to really I thought I, to be honest I thought it was a bit of a wild card abstract topic but um <laughs> Yeah, it was lit, to be honest. The fucking question's coming Hopping in. Hopping last night it was. Um, so I'll read out a couple. Um, so I said... Uh, what was the question I asked? Oh, I said, uh, how do you handle a breakdown in communication? Need advice on a specific problem? Have advice to share? Butt us up with your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> that I gave wrote. me such a laugh. Put us up. Put us, someone that uh, it's meant to be hit us up. Someone messaged me, like someone who isn't a native English speaker, message saying, "I thought this was some English thing that I didn't get." <laughs> <laughs> Put us up. Put us up. Um. So let's see what we got here. Ah, here you go. So much of communication is listening. Genius. Where was I mean, that? in a nutshell. Um. Someone says they practice the conversation. Oh, if I'm oh, having a serious conversation and work, I will practice conversation. Will you? Um, not like I don't. Some people have said they you write ne- scripts. You never know how it's going to go. No, but I will. I will. Like if if it's a serious conversation, I will absolutely be like, okay, these are my main points, mm-hmm. and I might like start that. Like I, just, I might be like in the shower, just being like, hi, Maeve. So just wanted to check in on that, uh, or whatever. Mm. Yeah, no, I will be thinking about that. Some people say they literally write scripts, so I mean, that's someone who's obviously very prepared. But I think that's a good way of handling it. Not so much writing out a script, but Key knowing points. what you want to say. Mm. There's nothing worse than leaving a conversation being like, fuck, I didn't say that thing. And I'm a devil for it if it's a work situation and I'm feeling, so I don't know if you can hear the seagulls going mental. They're mad at the moment. They're mad. Um, I'm a devil for feeling intimidated, like especially if it's like, you know males higher up than you yeah. in those situations I do find that like if I came in there and I want to talk about this this and this I will just be I'll get bamboozled and mm-hmm. I won't have I'll just quick like bamboozled, bamboozled and hopefully say what I want to say so I think it's important to have your um, someone actually sent a long one in she said I had a horrific experience with a former colleague we just didn't seem to get on and couldn't seem to find a way to communicate with her 
and I couldn't seem sorry I apologise I rang a mentor of mine I want a mentor I know because you mentioned life coach she mentioned mentor and I'm like oh I want a mentor a mentor um, I rang a mentor of mine uh, and expressed my frustration because this woman stood in the way of my progress slash potential promotion her response this woman has been put in your path for a reason if you learn how to communicate with her you'll be able to do it with anyone you can do it god I feel like this is epic um, I reread Dale Carnegie How to Win Friends and kept at it we ended up being great colleagues in the end I believe that there is a way to a way with everyone you just need to want it enough so Definitely. you see that one really stuck out at me because that book she's talking about is uh, How to Win Friends and Influence yeah. People have you read yeah. it? no I haven't read it um, iconic though I think Dave has it yeah but it's there. interesting because it's like it, it's it's very like that's why I think work is so different because that different because that is very different in my eyes to how I would ever want to communicate with someone who uh, like is a partner or a friend or a family member like as in the book is more focused on work to me like well the book well to me the book is focused on like and I I think it's brilliant but it's focused on like how to win friends and influence people it's not about it's it's actually kind of about how like to twist things and I not about it to twist things to achieve what you want to achieve so like it's part manipulation I know like that's kind of life in general whereas like what we're talking about in a relationship where you're like this is how I feel this is what I need like that's a much more vulnerable honest authentic communication style Mm -hmm. whereas like what you're doing it by trying to win friends and influence people particularly I assume most people use it in the work sense I hope they're not trying to win their friends and their partners sorry I was was just closing the window here because the seagulls are having a field day um what am I trying to get at with this? But like, Sorry, it's all you were practically macking the mic there. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's something you would use in your personal life. And if it is, like, to me, you shouldn't because that's not. Do you remember authentic. anything in? The, I've never read it, but obviously. Um, let me see because I was looking at so like um so like okay the first thing is like points here right the only way to get the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it and it basically talks about how like you should avoid conflict at all costs which like. In in workplace. A, you see yeah. they're saying in life but like in work yeah like I could see why you would just want to avoid it whereas like if you really need to say something to your partner or your friend yeah. even if it's going to cause conflict it's worth doing also, do you know what I mean some of the best conversations I've had in work as well have been where there has been a conflict yeah. and you figured it out because then you're like okay and then you both understand each other Yeah. Um, it talks about what you touched on a, oh actually that wasn't on the podcast we were talking about it beforehand <laughs> you were saying about how um, if you start with a negative like they won't they won't hear your positive next and that's like a big part of it it's like don't start with negative and to be honest try not to be negative at all like you try to kind of you know spin it and point it praise them for the positive things don't really point out the negative and um, then it talks about like um oh like if someone does something wrong to not directly point it out try to subtly show them that it was wrong so that you avoid humiliating them because at the end of the day that's all they'll realise yeah. and I think that's all really effective in work but to me that's not how I would want to communicate with anyone in, in my personal life, personal yeah, life. That's true. do you know what I mean it seemed to be a lot of people work was coming up a lot for people that that's where they struggle the most yeah. with communication yeah. stuff um, someone said that she actually ended up leaving her job because of a uh, a guy who was really aggressive towards women and undermining women which is so sad so sad that she had to yeah, leave that workplace because of that and I was in a situation where I I had this boss and he was awful um but more than anything we just we saw things completely mm. different to each other like 
we just could not see each other's point of view we could not meet in the middle it, anyway he ended up letting me go and it was just so frustrating because I would try so hard to like explain like we like when I say we like <laughs> didn't see like we had different definitions of marketing mm-hmm. mine was the right one but <laughs> anyway um and like like I was doing marketing <laughs> like it was just awful but anyway we ended up having a conversation when um when he let me go and he was just like well you know I just didn't think he did a good job you, you should have been calling up and, and getting us PR stuff and I was like well I was, I was busy like creating a like digital marketing campaign for it that actually got us like a hundred leads in two days so <laughs> whatever to get into and, and then I was just like marketing is about empathizing with people like you really have to like recognize your audience yeah see what they want and then hit them that way and he was like I just I just don't believe that at all. I just and I was like okay but the funny thing I was communications manager <laughs> oh enough. lol um, but it's really difficult it's so difficult when, and that's why I asked the question earlier like when someone is just refusing to meet you in the middle mm. like it's just so difficult and I, oh, I so think annoying. that that's how a lot of relationships break down yeah like when you just have completely fundamental different views on, on life or, or it's sad yeah it's sad. well like that's why like you see I find that, like the idea of the work thing really hard because like now I'm in a really lucky position I don't have anyone that I work with that I can't you know communicate with so I don't have that issue at the moment but it is really hard for people because you could have this ideal dream job and you start it and it's actually more about like I believe it's really more about the people you work with like you Mm. could have a lovely lovely job but like if you have someone like that that you just cannot communicate with like you're not you're not gonna be able to stay there you can try your hardest but even that that's very much like that book it's very much like changing what you do to get achieve what you want to achieve in the way that they're going to receive it well so it's like if I know okay Jane will if I want Jane to do x y and z which is part of work and it needs to be done this is the way I need to approach her to get it done which you can do which will be exhausted afterwards and it also mm-hmm. sounds like manipulation yeah and it is like but look we're all manipulating each other in life like I'd hate to tell you that like it's <laughs> just the truth like but at least like for me I'm very like I like like my good like even with you and me Jane like me and Jane had like really small thing but like I so this is the other thing. It's never the thing. It's the meaning of the thing. So yeah. like it's it's never really what the person said. It's like what that means to you. Now, it doesn't mean there's no responsibility on the other person. But like we had a little thing one day and you had said something. I was like agonizing over it afterwards. I was like, okay, I'm going to say it to Jane. And I just said like, oh, this made me feel whatever. And then straight away you were like, completely see where you come from. Didn't mean it that way at all. And it was all like bridged. Done. Both of us got into each other's bridges. Off we went yeah. to our day. And that to me is like authentic living and authentic friendship. Mm-hmm. If I can't do that, I'm like, I just don't have any time for that. Yeah. So I couldn't go into work every day and bend over backwards to like fake it to work with someone like that'd kill me. No, it is an interesting one about the friend that we just said, but authentic, like we've had loads of examples of that where I've been like, oh, you said that or you said to me. I know, like, and sometimes it, take us, it, gets to, it takes us a while to get to the point of like, teasing it out. Oh, like, okay, I understand. But usually over voice message and it's like, it can be, <laughs> it can be, it can be, it can be t- like a brain stretching exercise. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, always beneficial. Yeah. And Absolutely. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable because you're like nervous waiting for them to write back and you're like, God, have I stepped the line here and while you're in the moment then I'm putting myself in Jane's shoes or whatever and then mm-hmm. as it transpires from where you were from point A to where you get to like point B at the end you've come on a massive journey yeah. over the space of a few minutes because you're like I thought this way at the beginning she's the way she feels and now I think the complete opposite and or, I think yeah. what's interesting I think is that with me and you we both are very similar and we both get our backs up 
Yeah, and like, <laughs> then we all go right back down, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, yeah. but but it, I think a lot of people have that as well. It's that like, so just what you were saying, like that thing that happened between me and you, I literally didn't think twice about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. I thought I just said I just being funny. Like, yeah. I didn't even it wasn't even a thing in my brain. I didn't yeah. in any way think that Maeve took that a certain way, whatever. But you were sitting there agonizing over that, and I hate that. I hate to think that you were there doing that, and yeah no it just if you were just more authentic not to say if you were you did but can you people who sat would sit on that for months yeah uh, and literally. build up and then something else small happens and then that builds up and then that builds up and that builds up but anyway what i'm saying is if people are more more authentic and kind of were more comfortable with communicating these things i think we'd be a lot better yeah. off yeah but i do think that could be a problem in friendships like so like that let's say if i had just because i could have let it go it wasn't a big thing i would have yeah. got over it but i think if i hadn't had the conversation with you it could have been ages before something else happened but if something else happened it's like layer on top of layer you're like building up a thing of like because you're building up like a narrative in your head of yeah topping it up, you know topping what I mean up, yeah and I think that sometimes is what happens in friendship because it's I think in theory it's easier to say to your partner like when you said this yesterday it made me feel Way whatever because it's easier. between just the two so of you yeah. but friends you'd be like oh Rose didn't mean that I'll forget oh no you're grand and all forget about it but then I think that's what builds up I think sometimes we're afraid I think for friendships is a little bit more of like yeah but you did the I don't know a little bit of that can kind of creep in I think we, we probably have to be it's easier to be vulnerable with your partner yeah. than it is with your Absolutely. friend in that way but the more you do that then like the better your friendship's gonna Quite be with a friend I find so, so nerve-wracking and mm. horrible and, and awkward and awkward mm. everything because it's so like you can ball in front of your partner and be like you said that thing but like with your friends it's usually not that relationship um but I think it's a it's a thing that comes at maturity though being able to say what did you mean by that or that hurt me or whatever yeah like even a, a tiny thing with Jane on the last year <laughs> well, I like when Jane I've, did I've, this I've done, loads, I've done loads of things of course I'm just remembering this is the most recent but the weekend I said we're doing a podcast on and I got the podcast wrong and Jane was oh, like okay. <laughs> Jane was like I, it was like Sunday morning I said we're doing no, a podcast can I say on it? go for it okay so I uh, play the message <laughs> I will we'll play the message it does sound so harsh so Ro was like <laughs> what are we doing the podcast on again I said, is it communicating effectively in relationships? Which I think isn't that far off from what we were doing. No, this is what I said. Hold on now. Jane's getting the receipts. Oh, (laughs) fuck. No, because it was really funny. But you didn't mean it. And thank God I said it to you. Because then you were like, I thought, anyway. Oh, yeah. Here we go. She said, "Um, what did we say it was again? Making relationships work? Communication. (laughs) And this is what I said. And after I sent this, I was like, God, that sounded so harsh, but I'm sure she won't take it that way. Making relationships work? <laughs> what? No, it was just uh, how to effectively communicate. Like, as in, yeah, in the context of relationship, but even... And then Rose says... No, don't worry Come on, please. No, just, just, just tell. Tell instead of playing yeah. it. Like, summarise. Like, Jesus Christ, like harsh much. I think I said, listen back to that, Jane. <laughs> and it's funny because I did recognise it at the time. But... And then you listen back. Yeah, I listened back anyway. And then I was like, yeah, no, it was. Um, but, the, but but if I had said nothing, like I said, to be fair, I said in a jokey way back to you, I was like, Jesus, Jane. <laughs> um, but if I had said nothing, I would have been like, God, I just feel like just kind of a bit vulnerable or something yeah. and maybe another day it wouldn't affect me because I know, did sound like it sounded like I was saying are you a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think I was feeling all, it was like a Sunday morning I was probably hung over in some way and I was like oh. no I was just more like where did she get making relationships work <laughs> but from? that's the thing about it being like not the thing the meaning of the thing so like you know I'm not saying this would happen but let's just say at that moment in time like Jane was like a oh, fuck's sake Roshan can't even remember what we're supposed to record the podcast but I wasn't that. yeah but that. let's just say if that was yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. that that's how you react and then your thing is like oh god like Jane thinks I'm an idiot you know so it's all the meaning of it whereas like as you said on another day if you wouldn't have taken that meaning yeah, it would have been yeah. a totally different story you know yeah. what I mean and you just didn't actually even mean it in that way you, it was just I meant tone. it was in like where the fuck did you get that from yeah and if you said like you know but it just goes to show you that tone is mental as well like yeah. oh absolutely but if everyone could understand that right that it's like the meaning of the thing to the person rather than the thing like then we'd all stop trying to be right so like if you're t- like saying to me oh maybe like you when you said this or when you whatever if I'm not trying to be right by being like oh but no it was this and then you said that I'm just being like oh that's how Jane took it so let's talk about that like it's that we're all trying to be right yeah. and that's where the arguments come from yeah. it's like but you said stop trying to be right just listen to where they're coming from you can then express where you're coming from See, yeah I think for, for you that's no I don't mean like for you that's easier said than done <laughs> But it is because that's how your mind works. You okay, know? Yeah. I think like like remember the time I came and in just to say hello to you and your therapist. One time I went into Maeve's office just to be like, hey, yeah. And Maeve was like, I'm working. And I was like, okay. And I just let, like, I didn't think. And then later Maeve was like, I'm so sorry if I upset you. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You're like, you're like so in tune with it. Right. About yeah. how other people's, how other people could be feeling. Yeah. Which is an amazing gift. Some people don't give a shit. Yeah. Just don't give a they shit. They should. Mm-hmm. No, they should. They really should. But some people just don't. And um that's where it gets really tough. Can we talk about email communication for a second? Oh my god. Technology in general. Email communication. Email communication. But <laughs> I'm just like, people just come across so terribly in email sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just yeah. like I've noticed that obviously because I work for an agency, I work for lots of brands, same as you guys. So you get to see lots of cultures and the way people email from different brands. Mm-hmm, yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, you all email like absolute arseholes <laughs> in that company. Like it's just like a way you email. Can I, can I just say my, my, my biggest bugbear in emails. And I think Maeve, I think you, and actually rather you're going to have to say, hi Jane, as per, as my, per, pre- knew, as per my previous email, I'm like, what that's saying is, did you not read my fucking email? You dumb bitch. Yeah, but to be fair, I have used that myself, but I just say, I actually... No, we have to. Oh, so have I, yeah. No, but I just actually... And sometimes I mean it, you dumb bitch, read my last email. <laughs> I actually just, yeah, what can you say? Like, it's, it's a passive aggression. It's so, I hate passive aggression, it's the worst, but you ha- like, it's unavoidable sometimes. I had a manager who used to always say, like, you'd get an email from someone and you'd be like, you know, read it out. You'd be like, can you believe she just said this? And she'd be like you're adding a tone to that email and we'd be like what and she'd be like well you you're, you're putting on a tone as you read it you don't know that they have that tone and I was like oh so God, she, yeah. she'd catch it but she did it really nicely but then if you got an email you'd be like fuck's sake such, such a person said this but then you're like if I take the tone out, out of it as I read it sounds like nothing like you know what I mean? grand yeah for ages I was like you know what and I'm probably talking on the podcast like I'm just gonna email like a man I'm just gonna get to the point and stop at my just wondering wondering if you can blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Um, but then I realized you know what Okay, I don't have to apologise for shit in my emails, but actually, I like having a bit of personality in the old email. Yeah, same. I'm not going to be a robot. I'm going to no. be a woman. Because <laughs> I know people, like, people say that even, like, what your emails say about you in terms of, like, because women always say, I just want to check in yeah, on this. If you have time. And or... people say you shouldn't say that, like, but I'm like, I think it's just a softer email. It's not that I'm questioning whether or not I should, like, yeah. if I can ask, follow up on this. I know I can follow up on it. I'm doing it. But I think it's nice to do it softly. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we don't have to be, it's like that narrative of, like, you have to be, like, 
a boss bitch to be like doing well in life like you yeah, have to totally. be like a bitch it's no like, I get what you're saying but I also think that sometimes you do have to be a little bit more direct yeah like like Balance. I think oh just wondering or you know have you gotten around to it kind of gives the tone that like this isn't urgent or you oh, know. I'd never say have you gotten around to it okay yeah, <laughs> like, where is you it? can still be like oh hey hope you had a great weekend blah, where's my blah. report yeah <laughs> Well, I read. Or something, can you send over that report when it's ready? Please. Exactly. You know. But I read something recently that because obviously, like we were all taught, like you don't put smiley faces in emails or like you know stuff like that. Um, really? I do all the time. I was never going to that school. Oh yeah. really? I oh yeah. It's very much like you shouldn't be like. Very nice to meet you, James. Oh, <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. I always say. But what are you meant to say? And I'm like, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah. Nice to meet you. But you have to say it because what are you meant to say? like? Not, you can't say nice to meet you. No. I look forward to meeting you in person someday post-COVID I'm sick of it <laughs> all strange now strange and uncertain times yeah around. it was always like you shouldn't now internally emails and stuff are different but like you shouldn't be putting like a load of smiley faces or like exclamation points and stuff like that in emails but I was reading something recently that was like well actually we should really look at putting more like nearly emojis and emails because it actually gets across what you're trying to say because you know if you do have like a client you're getting on well with and you're kind of like bantering back and forth nearly yeah. but like if you try to do it like professionally it sounds so like lame so yeah. you're like I want you to know that I'm like joking it's like really hard to what do what are you like hmm like I'm one of you oh yeah yeah, yeah. what yeah. were you saying there before Jane about um, communication and tech in general just in general look I've talked like about this phones, before yeah. but like y- even reading someone's text message and not replying says volumes oh, you know like yeah uh, as Maeve said like anything in text form or even voice message yeah. it can be it can be like think about a voice message right like let's say you send me a voice message and you could catch me at a time when I'm really really stressed mm. and I decide to listen to it and I'm in a completely different space to you mm-hmm. and I could react because I'm just inserting my it's like oh here I am because it's not a conversation <laughs> no it's, it's one way no, yeah I'm just saying, exactly ah! yeah so like you don't know what situation that person's in maybe yeah. that someone's rushing for a bus and they're like oh jeez what do they want from me now you know yeah like totally. it's uh, there's so many different nuances when it comes to communication and i just think like try and avoid it at all costs if you have anything serious to say have a proper conversation with someone oh yeah, yeah. yeah. or there was something funny i can't remember what it was but it was like um anyone who's like oh no worries or just like an oh is really thinking of yeah. fuck you fuck bitch oh no worries oh no problem oh See definitely for like anything serious like you'll remember this like I had a thing with a friend and like she had decided to take this up with me like via text message at like half nine on a Monday morning and I just oh, wow. thinking nothing open the message just after team meeting and I just burst into tears and then I remember like our boss coming in being like what's wrong and I was like it's actually like not work related and it's just like I'm having a thing with a friend and I like but it was so stupid because it was like if we had just had this conversation in the evening when I wasn't in work totally different situation but I was just like left like in sh- like shook it's very cowardly as well I think probably from her point of view she couldn't say the thing she said in person so yeah. she wanted to just get it all out which isn't fair mm. we've all done it when we when oh, you're younger yeah. of course like I definitely think now like don't say anything serious over text no because like it's so hard even trying to get across what you want to say is too difficult oh my god do you not remember like, like back in the day or maybe I don't know how recent whatever but like you'd be like literally, I think you put up a joke about it on the stories yeah and like, like, like essays like yeah I've, I've had fights with friends and they'd be like an essay or did you ever have the thing when you were a teenager where like let's say if the three of us like you and me were having a bit of an argument and then you sent the message to Jane to read before you sent it to me like your reply to make yeah, this yeah, one yeah, I'm going to yeah. say back yeah. yeah I remember doing that as a teenager and then like accidentally sending it to 
being like, this is what I'm going to say and send it to the person and then being like, oh, now she knows I was going to send it to someone. Yeah, but they know anyway. They know anyway. I'm glad that portion of life is over. That was painful. Teenage whole day. Oh, God. And also just back to the like workplace communication. It's just like every I've, I've learned that like everything you say, unfortunately, in a workplace situation, email, everything is like you are meant to be professional, like even if it's like a really like casual workplace, whatever. And I've just learned that like you can't like really think about what you're saying at all times. Unfortunately, oh, that's why workplaces are so complicated because like you could just say I've learned from personal experience. You could say something offhand or that you haven't thought through the answer. And what I've learned is to say, OK, I'm going to think about that and let you know, because I've said flipping things without having prepared. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, my God, why did I say that? And it's come back to it's just come back to bite me in the ass. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem with workplace. It's so stressful. You can't have all the answers all the time. Like. But just um, be careful. We're coming up to a 45 minute mark. Wow. So, closing items. Um, no, not closing items. I mean, so I know official. you talked about bridging, but is there anything else from your therapy training? No pressure. Oh God, that I'm might so help people. That might help people, whether it be in in their relationships or because I know we haven't talked a whole lot about. Um, communicating in a relationship but in relationships or in work or friends whatever okay i'll give you give you one for relationships um okay. which i think it, it's specifically for relationships so i'm sure like people could use it in other thing things so what they call the four horsemen of the apocalypse which is basically like the, the four worst things you can do in a relationship okay um criticism defensiveness contempt and stonewalling so like if you're and it's the thing is like you kind of need to catch that like if you're discovering this by the time you're already doing all of these things to your partner it's probably very late and too late to leave run no I'm joking but um like yeah I think it's some things people can be uh, should be aware of when things are good because then as it creeps in you have to like catch those early so criticism we all know like if you're finding yourself criticizing your partner criticizing your partner a lot it's not good um like speaking to your partner with like contempt or like about them like if it's like oh well he'll he'll never take out the bins like it's like so much such contempt about them i don't know why the bins is just such a good um example yeah. in relationships yeah. i feel like it's the argument that like oh, everyone has me this morning, like, it's, it's the bins it's just everyone yeah. um yeah like really be really careful of that then defensiveness obviously like speaks for itself and then stonewalling is what i think it's people find it less hard to define but it's like if someone's withdrawing or shutting down from the conversation so like that if you're trying to be vulnerable with them about mm-hmm. like you are thinking if they're very much like shutting it down i don't need this right now like i'm so, you know that's stonewalling you and like that's as dangerous as the other three that sounds awful mm. oh the thing about I relationships right now i could imagine oh. saying Andrea saying that's me but the thing is with relationships you know so exactly what to say you know each other inside out in most cases and you, you know exactly what to say to hurt the other person as well yeah like you've got a lot of weapons yeah, yeah. Um, there was something that I actually learned before more from a manager side but actually is makes sense for everything but it's, it's the act of listening so that like you can obviously listen to somebody but you're kind of in your own head thinking about what you're going to say next mm-hmm. and also how to get your point across next or whatever yeah, I've heard you but but active listening is is it's actually you're not going to say anything about yourself at all so you're just asking them questions about related to what they're mm-hmm. saying and I think it's like obviously you say stuff like I see interesting but and then it's like holding eye contact being really supportive mm-hmm. but it's actually just asking them loads of questions about what they're saying nothing mm-hmm. unrelated to you um, authentically though 
yeah oh yeah totally not just like and then what and yeah. more and you know but that's actually hard to do because I know then I was like trying to almost practice it and yeah it's you kind of have to get yourself out of script mode you know and it it reminds me of and I think I might have said this to you Maeve when you started your podcast there's an age-old journalism quote that mm. it's like if if you're thinking about what your next question is going to be in an interview you're going to miss something important mm-hmm. yeah so you have to you have to listen you have to pr- actually listen like if you're interviewing someone something and if you're thinking about okay what am I asking so Ryan Tupperty is a good example of just asking the questions that are on the paper where someone could have said something really interesting and he could have gone down a rabbit hole with that nugget yeah but you know you'll never know because you're not listening but actually what you're talking about is really interesting for with the relationship so um part of the bridging whole thing now this is like a little bit more intense but it's like something she would do with couples in therapy and it's like so you're sitting there and like you know jane you're telling andrea i feel this i feel that and the other person says okay i hear you and kind of reflects back so kind of says back to you what you've said Mm. and then says is there anything else and then you go again and it's literally like it sounds really like, cringy but it's over and over again it's like it's and is there more the is there that, more wow, yeah. yeah and then the person usually is like because they're like that's it and then they're usually like well actually also this and it's like they're getting absolutely everything and then you both get a turn but it's like this thing of like and I'm fully listening to you anything else you want to like that's hit really with. good mm. I like that um, that's related to uh, somebody sorry can't open my phone here um, somebody messaged in t- with two tips and, and one of them was always get them to repeat back what you've said mm. don't ask like that so that you can figure out what they misunderstood if they misunderstood you at any point I think that'd be just so interesting so you'd be like so I don't know how to phrase it I don't know yeah, how to phrase it I was thinking it. that too but imagine they're like I heard that I, I hear you it sounds like you want this this and this imagine you're like oh no actually no you heard the wrong parts because again mm. we all pluck what we want from yeah. a sentence you could that be like that's your narrative exactly you could yeah. be like let's say something really like trivial like you're planning a night out or something and you wanted to go somewhere or whatever and then I oh, fucking this is a terrible example but anyway <laughs> the person has said oh I don't really know if I fancy going to that bar but I'm up for going for a drink before and you're like great we're going out brilliant and you just heard one part of that and then yeah. you know you haven't really listened to what they want that was a terrible example but Hopefully no it makes sense like it does and like that's the thing it's like because we're, we're, we're trying to anticipate other people's needs. So like Jane tells me what she wants. I'm hearing what I think she wants and I'm running away with that. Whereas like, it's kind of, that's kind of nearly something you need to preface with your other half before the time. So it's like when things are good, you talk about how like, this is a communication thing I learned and it's something I might try sometime. And then in the moment, someone kind of, they kind of fly off the handle or they're like, oh, you could say, can, what what did you hear me say? Like, you know, and in a nice way, what but elements, just, yeah, what, what did you that? hear me say? Yeah. And then they're like, well, I heard you say that you hate going out with me every Saturday night or whatever. And then you're like, okay, well, that's not actually what I meant. No. And also I think it's back to the positive, positive reinforcing positive, positive things. Mm. So if you had a really good conversation with your partner or friend and you were like, that was really effective, it was brilliant. Like actually saying that, I loved, yeah. I loved our chat or whatever. I think that's great. And it might even have to be a serious chat. You could be like, I loved hanging out with you last night. It's just like reinforcing the positive, not always being Absolutely. like talking about the negative stuff that you've gone through. It's Absolutely. like training a bloody dog, lads. This is it. <laughs> Do that. That's Good life. boy. Good boy. More of that. <laughs> Here's More a treat that. now. Here's a More treat. More of that. I don't think there's any nuggets here, Jane, that we missed. I did a scan. I think we covered everything. Jesus. Well, come here. I just felt bad that that the four horsemen thing was a bit gloomy. I will give you something to share on social. It's it's four antidotes for the four horsemen. So that'll be a little positive note. Just why don't you give us the four antidotes? Oh, first? I don't know if I know them very well. Um, give what? us the four antidotes. Okay, God. I'm like I know the negative stuff. I don't know the positive stuff. Okay, uh, make requests. 
address the specific behavior without blame or attacking the person yeah use I statements so instead of like you did this Mm. you did that you made me feel it's I felt X when Y happened like you have to it's all about I um, you made oh no so it's not you made me feel this way yeah you, you did no 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 so you made me feel no. this way no, <laughs> hold on a second you can say when you said X okay. I felt <laughs> I felt a certain you way you made me feel you shit. made me feel terrible <laughs> yesterday that's when you it, said that yeah. that's exactly right so have a I just think the, the last 45 minutes have been really effective for all appreciate and respect so identifying communicating what you value in the person so exactly what you're saying so basically like putting it uh what's the word positive reinforcement Mm. um accept responsibility so for the way that you contribute to the problem so just don't always be like on the defensive accept your part in it uh self-soothe calmly let your partner know that you are feeling flooded and need to take a defined break from conflict uh do something that helps you get grounded and then come back to the conversation when you're ready that's nice I like that yeah because like I think having a if you're if it's a really heavy conversation I think having a set time to do it and then if it needs to pause for a while going back to it and resuming your normal life and go back because like there's nothing worse than carrying around a heavy sack of spuds but also <laughs> to kind of be very clear that you're not uh, shutting down the conversation you're not stonewalling them Jane so but the thing is like we, we, we can't expect our partners to be mind readers and particularly like you know we didn't even get into it we all did like a little personality test but like if you've a specifically if you're like an activist or you know if you've very much like okay we're talking about this now we're going to resolve it if that's your personality and the person you're you're going out with isn't like that and they need time to reflect and think about it before they answer um we all have this thing of like oh well it's almost like the romantic idea of relationships that is like well we have to be able to sort it out right now like there's absolutely nothing wrong with saying to your partner i really want to have a conversation about x yeah do you think we could do that on friday um and they like yeah and you'll say look i really want to talk about it and like even if you need time to think about it if you want to write it down whatever your thoughts are we can go you know think about it that way it doesn't have to be like this I think people think that that's not romantic but if that's what the person needs to effectively communicate with you and be like I was thinking this this and this do it you know yeah so me and Jane are both activists that was our Mm. just to to preface this with uh, Jane's like we don't have time for this why did you talk about this no we do but it's (laughs) now out of context we all know what it is but they don't Um, months and months ago Maeve brought in uh, this it's actually like your different learning styles questionnaire but it ties very much into communication she did it with her whole office and i thought it was very relevant to this conversation so Maeve kindly sent it to me and me and Roe did it today mm. and you get scored and you can be mm-hmm. one of four mm. is so it? it's activist pragmatist theorist and reflector yeah um now normally you'll have two strong ones so i'm pragmatist activist so pragmatist is my strongest which is all about like logic and it's yeah your idea is lovely but if it, tell me how it's going to work in practice immediately and if it's not going to work let's bin the idea and move on yeah. mm. but then the activist is the lovely ideas and kind of fluffy ideas and dreaming for the stars so i have a bit of both going on mm-hmm. but the logic outweighs the i'm the yeah, same but i'm bit. activist first and then mm-hmm. pragmatist an activist theorist yeah interesting that's a that's a nice balance though i think because like the yeah. activist is the kind of like come on we'll do it right now and this is my thought that's just come into my head but then the theorist likes the facts and figures and making yeah. sure it's gonna logistically yeah. work but that so is nice that balance. is that is what i feel like i'd be like um see i'm gemini as well like jane knows mm. are you bro. sure you're still gemini 
Ah, that's don't bullshit. Start, don't don't even go there. I was shocked by that. I was like, I don't want to join the sign. But anyway, yeah, I definitely can. Yeah, I can do that whole. And then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> but that's nice because normally, it's so depending on what kind of one you are, but like activists are kind of known for coming up with the lovely idea and then not following through. But yeah. your theorists will be will probably be part yes. of your follow through. So that's you know my activists, my fluffy ideas, but my pragmatist is like pragmatists get shit done. Like they're like yeah. doers. Do you know what I mean? Oh, listen, taking over the world over you here. You seem like a doer, like, it obviously <laughs> yeah. don't work with Maeve, but I can sense she, I'd say she's a bit of a... Uh, Maeve gets you done. A powerhouse in the office. Like, imagine her bopping around on the phone to... <laughs> Modern woman. <laughs> Modern woman, two phones on the go. Yeah. Um. um anyway, that was lovely. Yeah, thanks, Maeve. Thanks, thanks Maeve. Maeve. That, that was, was always a pleasure. Yeah. Every time you come on. Thank you so much. Uh, once again, Maeve hosts a very own podcast now called Take Time with Maeve Atchison, available everywhere. Check me out on Instagram as well. Sorry, shameless plugs here now. Yeah, what did ask ask take time with me? Yeah, at time would take. What <laughs> <laughs> time, time would take? <laughs> take at take time with me, Ashton. Full long name okay, there on the Insta. Go. You'll get it. Yeah. Oh. Ash. course with us as well uh please leave reviews and take screen grabs when you listen to us and put on your stories because every little bit of and actually do it to Maeve as well every little bit of uh um sharing really does help and people did it last time after we said it people did it last time and finally <laughs> and one more thing if you're not a subscriber to our patreon you can for six quid a month not even fiver five dollars a month and you'll get two whole extra episodes of the podcast a month um and i mean i was gonna say early access to live show tickets but no no you can't do that like to be honest a feckin ice latte is almost a fiver these days so it's pretty much <laughs> yeah, just one true one iced coffee a month one iced coffee a month i've got a sandwich today it was 10 euro jane for a horrible sandwich i'm not yeah. gonna name the cafe but tenner yeah Two sandwiches and two coffees was thirty euro. What? Yeah, I'll tell you where it was after this. I mean, you could go into Spar, get yourself some batch bread, and a, honestly, and I was just like, "Well, welcome to Dublin, everybody." Yeah, it's fucking. Anyway, that's a tale for another day. Anyway, thanks again, Maeve. Thanks, thanks Maeve. for having me. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, thanks everyone. Thanks, Great communication, girls. Brill, brill, brill. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the team music. music. Yeah, that, that was so cute. Bye. <laughs>